Judge, Fonzo, and Molly, two guys, minus a gal, talking some shit today. <laughs> Just a couple of guys with no gal talking some shit today. Uh, her Talk. and Stat Boy are all frolicking. Frolicking downtown. <laughs> We're going to the beer spa. <laughs> no, they're enjoying their anniversary. Enjoy that, guys. Yeah, we'll talk some shit with our shit talkers without you. <laughs> Maybe we can change the opening. Welcome back, shit talkers. <laughs> well, yeah, I mean, we can add that in there somehow. We'll have to figure that one out. If Swifties can, you know, <laughs> our shit talkers can figure it out. <laughs> Are they okay with being called shit talkers? Have you I don't know. ran it by any of the shit talkers? <laughs> no, we really didn't get any feedback on that. We'll have to do a Gallup poll. <laughs> <laughs> I'll buy shots for everybody who's in. <laughs> yes, we'll be doing a poll today at the Bowling Bush if you like being called a shit talker or not. <laughs> well, it's better than shitheads, right? <laughs> yeah, definitely, fam. I don't want to call our listeners shitheads. <laughs> we'll lose the 12 that we have. <laughs> All of a sudden, ratings tank. We're down to five people. <laughs> Five of them and three, three of them are you and me clicking. <laughs> Constantly. <laughs> From every device we yeah. possess. All right. Let's get started here. Here are five random thoughts. Give them up. Did you think someone's mom probably used you as a bad example for their kids? <laughs> <laughs> yes, many of times. My best friend, Marcus, his mom hated me. Because before me and Marcus started hanging out, uh, Marcus would come home from school, clean the house, do the dishes. She didn't have to ask him to babysit his two little, his younger daughter, his younger uh, sisters. Then when he started hanging out with me, he started smoking weed. Oh, <laughs> he started probably talking back to his mom. She had to pay him to do the dishes. Oh, so he wasn't free sleep labor anymore. So yeah, I've corrupted a many. And their moms didn't hesitate to let me know. Like, I, at first I hated you, Fonzo. That's funny. <laughs> Uh, second, only one sock goes missing because if both did, you would never notice. <laughs> so I wouldn't know I had two fewer socks. No, because they're just gone. <laughs> Unless you count your pairs of socks. All the time. <laughs> That's how I know when the sock monster got me. <laughs> Where do socks go? I still haven't found that like, does, place. Does the dryer eat them? <laughs> I think so. <laughs> it's a tax that we have to pay. Because, like, I look around the dryer and under mm-hmm. the dryer, there's never any socks, but... Yeah. There's not in my room. No. Nah. But they just... <laughs> they slowly but surely, one at a time, walk away. They, it's like the uh, last scene in uh, uh, Infinity War where he snapped the snap. <laughs> yeah, sock just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> sock just goes away. All right. Number three. Having a toddler in their why phase makes you realize how much you know and don't know about things. Why? 
<laughs> yeah, going through that phase with three was. It's when they can start talking. You you can't wait for them to say their first words, and then you can't wait for them to shut the fuck up. Like, <laughs> please stop talking just because you can. <laughs> well, it makes you. Were we that annoying? Yes, very much so. Well, I was a sickly kid, so. In the environment I grew up in, kids weren't allowed in the room with the adults. Mm. So I got a pass because I was so sick. And so I'd be in the corner just watching and learning. (laughs) (laughs) All right, number four. People cover their laptop cameras for fear of hackers, but never their phone cameras. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Because hackers can hack your phone just as easily as they can hack your laptop. And I cover my camera not because of hackers, but because of the government just always watching. I don't want them to tune in and see me jerking. (laughs) (laughs) That's the only reason to cover your camera. (laughs) What are you doing? They can see what you type without your camera. That is true. They just don't want to see you jerking off. (laughs) (laughs) When I watched that uh, movie about Snowden. Yeah. I forget what it's called. Snowden, I think. Is that is it? And uh, well, I think there's a couple of them, but I believe the one that was most popular, the one with the what's his name, the actor, I can't remember. We're Stat Boy. Um, <laughs> uh, what's called Snowden, wasn't it? I don't know. I don't remember. But uh, or are you talking about the documentary? The no, the actual movie. Okay. And uh, they have people just dedicated to watch. For random words being typed in, like if you type in bomb or if you type in poop, kill, (laughs) (laughs) like it automatically starts recording you for a certain amount of time. Oh, like if, I, like if I said right now, I took a bomb shit this morning. <laughs> yes. <laughs> It'll start recording. That felt like I, my insides were being slowly killed. <laughs> <laughs> I'm glad I wasn't in your restroom. <laughs> but no, did the government just hear that? Well, not... We when, haven't when released we it yet. <laughs> but that's the way... Uh, I understand that it was working, right? So if you you would create an algorithm based off of what you typed, and then yeah. it would the system would already is this a threat? Is it not a threat? Well, yeah, because it's not our government because it's illegal for our government to spy on Americans. So <laughs> we have the British government spy on us and we spy on the British. <laughs> for each other. Yeah, for each other. <laughs> but they have miles and miles of underground servers mm-hmm. where, yes, you say certain words over the, you're having a, you and I are having a conversation. Mm-hmm. We say something over the phone like bomb, terrorist, this, that, the yep. other thing, and it records that segment of our conversation yep. for analysts. Yep. For analysis. And same thing with your internet searches mm-hmm. is like they, they've got to be monitoring. Like, you, like, let's say right now we Google how to make a homemade pipe bomb or something yep. like to that effect. Mm-hmm. That's got to trigger something. Be like, oop. Yep. I, and it maybe not our names, but definitely IP addresses. Yep. And so, um, because that's how they busted a couple of the 9 11 
people because they found the website where they bought the books on how to fly mm-hmm. or how to basic aviation. Right. Um, what's funny is in college I had a buddy in my fraternity who bought he was he's actually was getting his pilot's license mm-hmm. and he purchased a book off the same website. So he got interviewed. (laughs) (laughs) He got a visit. (laughs) What do you need this book for? (laughs) But yeah, when people talk about Big Brother and Overwatch Uh and shit like that, it's real. I mean, yeah, one hundred percent. I mean, the cameras up for traffic cameras and this, that, the other thing. Like they capture your face. Yeah. Like what I what I learned this week at work. Not to, they don't sponsor us, so we're not going to say their name. But <laughs> when you walk into my store, we have traffic counters above the doors. Um, and it used to be you never did the entrance door because it was count, that affects what's called our close rate. It's measuring how many people were walking the door versus how many transactions we're processing. Mm-hmm. Um, but now it doesn't matter because there's a camera that captures your face mm-hmm. and it knows if your face walks through there, it's not going to count you again. Right. So it's like even walking into stores, they're capturing your face going yeah. into that store. You can't get away from it. No. Fucking uh, a buddy of mine, him and his wife, they went to a, a big event. And uh, it was other couples there. And like eight of their cars got broken into and the purses got stolen. And one of the cars that the thieves walked next to was a Tesla. Oh, and shit. And so the front camera, the side camera, and the back camera all recorded the guy when he broke into the car next to the Tesla. And that's how they called him. Oh, wow. Yeah. So there's cameras every. There's no, there's no way of doing something and not being videotaped of doing it anymore, I don't think. Unless you move into the mountain, a remote area of the uh, wilderness, and right? Live and then off the you grid. die alone, and nobody knows because you got a staph infection. <laughs> Good luck with that. It's like the movie Minority Report with Tom yeah. Cruise. It's like they, like they just recognize your mm-hmm. eyes everywhere, and like they they do target marketing based mm-hmm. on like stuff you say. It's like because you can test it like around your phones. You can say yeah. the word. I need a new waterbed. Guaranteed yeah. my Facebook feed or something is filled with like bed ads yeah. or something like that. 100%. You'll Google everything. Yeah, yeah that and uh, Enemy of the State with uh, Will Smith. Smith, yeah, and Gene, and Gene Hackman. Hackman. All right, number five. Every single decision you made in your life has led you to where you are right now. Truth. That's why I would never take anything any of my decisions back or any actions back that would make you a whole totally different individual. Well, yeah, you talk when we talk about like friends and hanging out and mm-hmm. like the people in your lives right now, when I think back at decisions I made, um, like just going to college, mm-hmm. I went to see you, but I also had offers from Xavier where my parents went. My parents really wanted me to go to Xavier. <laughs> um, I also got uh, accepted to Arizona state. Nice. So, if I had chosen to go to one of those, I wouldn't know my, what, what would my life be like right, then. And right, you can't you can't really dwell on it, but you're just kind of it's fascinating yeah. to think about it. And that's how 
I believe parallel universes exist, right? Because yeah. in another universe, that decision was made. And there's Afonso living out that version of yeah. that decision. Yeah. And now we just need to figure out how to go through the multiverse. <laughs> Doctor Strange. Yes. Where's our Doctor Strange? He's in Manhattan. All right. <laughs> okay. Um, this one's from Ollie. If you want to talk about this. Molly Irish. But back in January... Down in Alabama, Bama. a man crashed his car outside of a Bass Pro Shop, <laughs> stripped down to his birthday suit, and did a cannonball into the giant aquarium inside the store. <laughs> <laughs> um, it happened on a Thursday night in front of shoppers while the store was open. <laughs> uh, he swam around for about five minutes till he... Tried to get, he got out and fell on the floor and please he knocked himself out, yeah. Sam. If you watch, able to apprehend him. If you watch the video, he falls from the top of the tank and yeah. falls on his head. Yeah. And he's, he just lays there his, unconscious. His buck ass nigga lay there in a Bass Pro Shop. Imagine having to explain to your five year old what kind of fish that is. <laughs> And you know what's funny is when I read this and what I say, this should have happened in Mississippi. Mississippi. <laughs> Tell the joke. Um, I don't know if you've ever seen the movie Annapolis starring James Franco. Um, but the movie's about James Franco gets accepted late into Annapolis and he goes in his freshman year, which they call their plebe year. Um, you get tased or by, do you have to know your race? You have to know everything about the Navy. And so he doesn't know, and so his roommates end up leaving the room because they're punishing them because he doesn't mm -hmm. know his rates. And there's one guy who stays with him. He goes, why aren't you going too? He goes, and the guy happens to be from Alabama. He goes, well, you're my Mississippi. <laughs> he goes, what? He goes, well, without Mississippi, Alabama would be the worst nation. <laughs> he goes, they're so busy picking on you, they completely forgot about me. <laughs> so we got to keep you here, buddy. <laughs> That's how it be so, yes, sometimes. This seems like a story from Mississippi. <laughs> or Florida. All three of them is Florida, cousins. <laughs> yeah. Louisiana. <laughs> yeah. Shit, without New Orleans, what would Louisiana have? <laughs> you don't even want to know. <laughs> um, but, yeah, uh, so don't crash your car, don't strip down naked, and don't go <laughs> do a cannonball into the aquarium at the Bass Pro Shop. It doesn't end well. Nah. Uh, speaking of crime, Aurora passed a new law this week, um, and I hope other... Other counties, cities, whatever you want to call it, will follow suit. I think they So, will. obviously, when we talk about rising retail crime and the fact that nothing's being done, people just walk, freely walk into stores. Theft in steal general. Steal stuff, walk out. Uh, now they passed it, so a first offense gives you minimum three days in jail. Minimum $100. Anything over $100, three days in jail. I think that's a, a step in the right direction. Yeah. And especially if it's a scaling mm -hmm. offense, like if you get so many in so many months that... Well, I think the like the dollar amount... Yeah. The dollar amount of theft needs to... Yeah, scale. Yeah. 
So as it goes up, once it once it hits like a thousand dollars, it becomes a felony from a misdemeanor. Mm-hmm. But still, then your jail time goes up, mm-hmm. your fines go up, everything mm-hmm. goes up. And I think that's the only way to try to curb it is to because now for at a hundred dollars, the police officer can arrest you for shoplifting. Yeah. It's. It's something that now they will actually start to show up and make it to where the offender fears some type of recourse. Yes. And that's what you're trying to do, man. Well, yeah, because, well, they're probably like, oh, crime rates are going to go up. Well, the funny thing about crime rates is they go up and down based off the laws passed. It doesn't, the crime is still happening. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it being reported or not? And are the police responding to it or not? Right. So now, when a store calls for, like, a group of people coming in and tearing off all their displays or, like, loading up their clothes, Mm -hmm. the police should respond to make an arrest. Right. You would think. Right. Now, a lot of times, there's not an... uh, Available officer. Available officer, there's no, no, like, threat against public, the public or a person. They take their sweet-ass time. Bro, I had a fucking homeless guy walk in my hotel with a bag full of knives, a, a knife in each hand, and then... That seems like a threat. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and the fucking uh, valet driver calls me over the radio. Fonz, can you come help me for a second? I'm like, all right, I'll be right there. He doesn't tell me what I'm walking into yeah. or nothing. I turn the corner and I just see a double knife wielding homeless guy. Was he tripping on drugs? I don't know. I didn't test his blood alcohol. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, no, they had problems with him before, and he knows when a uh, uh, concession cart, like when they refill, stock the rooms up with the goodies. Yeah. He knew when that cart would be out, so that was his whole scheme was to come in. He's going to try to steal the cart? Yeah. <laughs> but, I mean, I'm not easily intimidated, so I'm like, nah. Did you call the police? Fuck the police and wait. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I, and what, wait. What would be interesting? Because that is a direct threat. He's yeah. carrying and has a knife. That's a threat to your personal person. Yeah, the, they should no, respond immediately I to that. My knife out. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I did. You're gonna leave now. <laughs> yeah, right now. And he just sort of like, bro. He mumbled, mumbled, and yeah, left. <laughs> he mumbled, then turned and left. But he did kick a, one of the windows out in the glass door. But why you gotta break shit on your way out? Anything to cost you something. Yeah. We had, we had a fine upscale gentleman come in, take two <laughs> laptops out from. Two laptops that were sitting on the ground, they're cheap $150 ones, decided to run through the warehouse. Acer's. Uh, HP's, but. <laughs> <laughs> um, run through the warehouse, and it's funny because he hit the egress door, so it's a 10-second delay. So the so the handle started chirping to make a lot of noise, and all the warehouse guys were like, what? And he, he, that 10 seconds must have seemed like an eternity because finally the door opened, he got out and ran. <laughs> But what, like, what are y'all doing that instance? Y'all just have to watch? Pretty much. That's, wave. Wave? <laughs> ask, ask him if he wants a warranty on the... <laughs> <laughs> hey, you 
I add the protection plant on that? <laughs> That's awesome. Or I was like, can I get my spider apps, the you know things, the security devices? Can I get those back? Those are expensive. <laughs> I'll take them off for you. <laughs> all the things that beat. Yeah. <laughs> That's all you can do. I mean, I think they're gonna start making a theft device that renders whatever you steal useless. So that's a lot of times they do that, like Apple with mm-hmm. their serial numbers. So if you try to steal an Apple product and the store knows a serial number, we can report that to Apple and they will. The thing won't activate. Nice. Because with any Apple device, you have to sign into mm-hmm. your iTunes, your iCloud account. Uh-huh. So once you, once that serial number pops up and pings their server, <laughs> shut down. That's dope. Um, and I think a lot of people can start doing that. What I was thinking, I, I mean, if you, you would create a, like, soft tags mm-hmm. is what we used to use to when we get all the movies and music and you put a tag on there, which causes the things to beep up mm-hmm. front if it's not deactivated. Well, if you create a tracker tag that you slap on, like, a Band-Aid or a mm-hmm. piece of tape on everything... So same thing, and you have like your computer up front, which can track all the product. Like you can see something when it gets picked up and is moving around the store, and then once you pay for it, it gets deactivated. So then, if you see something coming towards you that hasn't been deactivated, you know it's, it's <laughs> probably theft. Yeah. <laughs> no, you still can't touch them, but yeah, <laughs> at least you know they're stealing it. What's under their coat? <laughs> I I don't know why. You're not allowed to detain somebody stealing your property, but... Because the lawsuit, if they would get injured, they'd turn and pull a knife, they'd pull a gun and injure the associate would be mm-hmm. greater than whatever they're getting away with. Um, okay, I, that's understandable, but then shouldn't you have security that can be insured for that? You would think so. You would think, but companies don't want to pay for that. <laughs> companies don't want to pay. That would cost, because that would be a specialized, one, the insurance on having that person in your mm-hmm. store. Two, it's got to be a specialized training mm-hmm. that they take in to follow steps. So that that makes that associate now cost more. Right, but doesn't that cough offset the loss of theft? I'm sure they're running those equations and saying no. <laughs> <laughs> Theft is costing like what? How many billions? Uh, I don't know. That's a good question. What was retail crime last year? If we had a stat boy to look this up, it'd be great. <laughs> Leave him alone, man. He's probably getting a BJ right now. I thought he was soaking in some beer tub. <laughs> uh. Retail theft dollar amounts, I guess. Yeah. It has to be with a B. And that's just what's been reported. Right. Retail theft losses swelled to $112.1 billion in 2022, <laughs> up 19% from the $93.9 billion the year before. Uh they haven't released 2023s yet because right. companies are probably still filing their taxes and mm-hmm. shit. 
So with those numbers, I think that for let's just use this random company, a Best Buy, that it would be more that it could offset your loss. Like what I do don't make hotels any money. Yeah. It's a service. Because it's all preventative. Yeah, it's all service based for just the hotel. It doesn't. The guests don't see it, so they're not directly paying for it. Yeah. Like housekeeping, right? You could say, okay, that's directly tied well, to Well, yeah, the but guests. if you didn't have your job, where the guests have hot water, guaranteed exactly, to have hot water? Exactly. Yeah. And that's how I present my spending Yeah, and blowing up the budget to the owners in my GM. I'm like, okay, so either I can fix these things or I cannot. And then you know what that looks like because you know how bad it was during COVID yeah. when you pulled all the engineers out of the buildings. Yeah. And all the buildings went to shit. And then it took you a year, some buildings, a year, year and a half, two and a half years to get back just to baseline. And that's how the people who make these decisions have to stop being just money people. Because if they're just money people, that's all they understand. Well, yeah, once the finance guy takes over and the engineer leaves the room, stuff goes to shit. Yeah, 100%. <laughs> because I, the finance guy is looking at the number side of things, not uh-huh. the long-term effect. Uh-huh. Like, it, like, I would assume in a building, if you don't maintain the boiler uh-huh. and it breaks down, the, if you or if you pay for a cheap repair versus the right repair... Uh-huh. Down the road, you're going to pay more money. Yeah, I, I, this is how I equate it. I say we can spend a dime now or a dollar later. Yeah. And that's the way it works, right? You can, all right, yeah, I can band-aid a gunshot wound, but you're still going to bleed out. Yeah. Eventually. Yeah. Like, it's just what it is. And that's how a security service for a, a merchant Does would Does it work. offset, yeah. How your much? loss. How much is being stolen? Yeah, and it would. In my mind, I think, yes, it would pay for yourself by the preservation of the product that's not running out mm-hmm. the door. Because mm-hmm. um, especially to recoup the loss, I mean, uh, I got out of job when I was uh, 17. I worked at King Supers bagging groceries for, I think, like five, six months. Okay. Brought to you by King Supers. <laughs> <laughs> um and the way it was explained, one, you get you get a two-day training on how to bag groceries, what you can put together and what you can't put together. So it's, it's like, like no milk and eggs? Well, you got to take care of the eggs, but you can't, if someone's buying like laundry detergent, you can't put it in a bag with lunch meat, you know? No? Why? <laughs> <laughs> the common sense thing. Yeah. Um, what is this common sense you speak of? But, they're, they were talking, so for every item that gets stolen, you have to sell 10 mm-hmm. items to, to make recover. up. To just break even. Mm-hmm. And so I, I, when I look at it, like a video game, so a Xbox game that we charge, uh, they're $70 now, but they used to be $60. Mm-hmm. Um, that costs us $52. So we make $8 of profit on that Xbox game. Mm -hmm. When one of those gets stolen, I have to sell six copies of that game just to make up the 50, 
I don't, th I don't think my I might be wrong there, but I have to sell six to seven copies of that game to make up the fifty-two dollars I paid for the one that left yeah. the left the store. Um, eight times seven—that's like fifty-six, right? Yeah. Uh, so yeah, so I have to sell six more copies to make up for the one that left the store. Or if I could stop the one from leaving the store and I sell six copies, I get. Profit. Did, yeah. <laughs> you generate profit. Yes. Last time I checked, most companies are a for-profit business. Hey. <laughs> Unless it's Trump Organization, which is a not-for-profit. <laughs> I wonder if the government's going to flag that one. <laughs> They'll use it as evidence. <laughs> Why haven't you filed taxes in it? <laughs> My taxes are irrelevant. <laughs> All right. Because <laughs> you'd see I'm a thief. I overvalue my properties in New York. Fuck. All right. So we'll get off our retail crime bubble. But um, soapbox. Um, other news. And this kind of upsets me. It's like, not to go negative, but you talk about our justice system. Like we talk about retail crime. We talk about shoplifting. Um, the defense attorney in the Idaho, uh, killing, the uh, Idaho killing, uh, Brian Koberg, who has been arrested for killing the four Idaho students. college students. What was that, like two years ago? It's over a year ago? Yeah. It's been a year and a half. So the de defense attorney, the judge has, a, like, apparently approved this, has... Asked for a delay in the trial till 2025. That's crazy to me. So we're in March. Or it's it's March 2nd of 2024. <laughs> so we still have nine more months of 2024. And she's saying she is not ready to go to trial. Even though the prosecution has turned over 95% of their evidence. Because she hasn't had time to interview their witnesses. I thought that's what paralegals were for. Like, you yourself don't have to physically go do it. You have an aid. Yeah, that's that. what. And this just seems like a tactic more than, because what is the defense going to be? I don't know. I mean, are they going for insanity? Are they, I don't know. I mean, obviously, that's something they're not releasing what their defensive right. strategy is going to be. I don't think she has one. Yeah, because the evidence is so overwhelming. His yeah. cell phone had pinged for six mm -hmm. months multiple times in that area. The knife uh, the sheath. sheath had his yeah. DNA on it. Yeah. You know, he had pictures of two of the victims on mm -hmm. his cell phone. He followed three of them on Instagram, then they didn't even know it. Yeah. I mean, it seems like the evidence is pretty stacked against him. Yeah, it's very he, damning. It's very damning. He, apparently, he got arrested for stalking someone else, too. Wow. And it's like, our, I thought our justice system was built. Obviously, yes, you're innocent and proven guilty. That's kind of gotten thrown out the window a <laughs> lot. But it's it's not supposed to be Swiss justice, but it's supposed to be correct justice. And these yeah. family, the families of the victims are sitting there. First, they lose the battle to... They were trying to have the house preserved till after the trial. 
And the house got torn down last December. That's crazy to me. Which, yes, because I thought you had to preserve the crime scene till after yeah. the trial. So basically the police are saying, yeah, we got all the evidence out. Are you sure? Right, right. Are you sure? Right. <laughs> right. <laughs> what if you just want to put some fresh eyes on yeah. the crime scene? What if you want to walk the jury through the tri- crime yeah, scene? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And the fact that she's saying nine more months till the, like... Another year for the trial? It's like, give me a break. This is strange to me. What was, how soon did the OJ trial start? Six months. Six months after indictment. Yes. So (laughs) I believe it was six months since they arrested, would you say he was arrested after the car, the high speed, we'll say? Yeah, yeah. The 45 (laughs) mile per hour high speed car chase down the highway. So six months later, his trial had started. Mm-hmm. They had their evidence. The prosecution blew that trial. Yeah, big time. <laughs> um, Fumble. Th- that trial lasted a full year, too, if you remember. It was like a full year that trial went on. That shit was every fucking day in class. That shit was on. Yeah, you had the... Uh... Well, that was the first trial that, like, the... TV media was allowed in, like yeah, they, it was live in the courtroom. That was crazy. Yeah, um, it was funny because when he got acquitted, I was like, "Yeah, OJ didn't do it." Like, <laughs> <laughs> he wrote a book about yeah. it. <laughs> if, if he had done it. He's like, <laughs> now that I'm like, like that was, I think I was a sophomore, junior in high school when that happened. He's like, yeah, OJ you know, was yeah. a sports hero. Yeah. He was this. I still blame the Buffalo Bills. For creating the Kardashians. <laughs> um, and now it's like you, as an adult, you look back and you're like, fuck, dude. It like did it. It's pretty, that, again, very damning evidence. <laughs> but but you, you know, uh, I don't know if you would call a bad attorney. Or Have just, you watched a documentary yeah, for that? Yeah. <laughs> the fact that you let a juryman uh, when they when they finally defense rested their case and the jury was going to start their deliberations and one of the jurymen turns and raises his fist towards OJ. <laughs> Jesse Owens is like right there I've been like this jury's tainted. <laughs> but during the documentary, that when they interviewed the juries, that's what they said. They was like, no, we were going to set him free no matter what the evidence said. <laughs> they were just like, nah, this is the first time ever that it's a jury of your peers, right? <laughs> Usually yeah. it's five white women. OJ <laughs> gets a jury of his peers, all, yeah. all rich white people. <laughs> <laughs> Because a black community didn't know he was anymore. Yeah, nah, he moved he to said, Brentwood. Bro, he said, I'm not black, I'm OJ. Yeah. <laughs> his best friend was a Kardashian. Mm-hmm. And he was humping on his wife. There was some, uh, yep. No. Nope. <laughs> <laughs> we'll stop that. <laughs> At least three of those sisters ain't. Uh... <laughs> um. Oh, yeah. Next story is for Thomas. <laughs> His BFF, <laughs> his classmate, classmate BFF Lauren Bobert was in the news 
because her son got arrested for stealing money. Um, is facing what twenty counts of theft, theft, and felt five of those are felonies. Fuck. Because him and his buddies were breaking into cars and stealing wallets. Is there nothing? <laughs> is there nothing to do out there in? I thought crime didn't happen in these small towns. Yeah. <laughs> I still find it funny that they tried to use one woman's uh, credit cards at a come and go. In which the police then watched the security tapes <laughs> and identified him because he was wearing the sweatshirt from his mother's failed bar. <laughs> That's fucked up. So the bar comes back to bite Bobert in the butt again. <laughs> what? Like, I've, I've just never been into petty crime. Like, petty theft, petty fucking... Anything small, like that was one of the first things that was beat into our brain. Like, bro, if you're going to do this shit, don't do small shit, bro. <laughs> like, it, you're taking a big risk. Yeah. Make it about something. Like, risk something. Like, the Kansas City super fan hitting banks. Like, that's worth it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that's worth having to go do 15 years. Yeah, so he five felonies. I mean, he's looking at, probably looking at jail time. Right? Yeah, yes. Um, a Bobert behind bars. <laughs> <laughs> Not the one we wanted, but. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah. Just as the as the uh, I wouldn't say that's a fall from grace, but it's just kind of showing the character of that family. Yes. Uh, she's getting slaughtered in the district. She's trying to run for her, which <laughs> trying to change the district. She is getting slaughtered in that <laughs> race by the uh, real, real. Uh, I would call them real Republicans. We got real politicians. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Definitely real politician. Um, wow. I don't know, Thomas. Might have to plaster her on her ceiling again. <laughs> Reset her. <laughs> Time to hit the reset button. Um, what to watch this weekend, though? Tomorrow, number two Ohio State goes to number six Iowa in the women's uh, college basketball. Caitlin Clark is 17 points away, 18, 18, 18 points. points away from passing Pistol Pete Maravich's record for all time scoring college basketball. And to think Pistol Pete did that without a three-point line. And only playing three, three years. years. <laughs> because back then in the uh, late 60s, early 70s, you couldn't play your freshman Rest year. Mm-hmm. Um, they, I don't know the why, but that was, that was the rule. Freshman couldn't play varsity. Play. Yep. Uh, it was... It was uh, Marshall who actually got that changed in 72 after mm. they lost their whole team to that plane crash. Damn. Uh, the, the movie We Are Marshall mm-hmm. is about that. But, yeah, they were the ones who got that rule changed because they restarted the football program next year. Mm-hmm. And, obviously, they had to have freshmen play. Right. They had no other option. Mm-hmm. So they had to go recruit all freshmen because also back then there's no transfer portal. It's like if you transfer school, you had a city year. Yeah. You lost a year of eligibility if you transfer school. So it's actually Marshall who had that rule change to allow freshmen to play. Nice. Hate it had to come on the back of a tragedy. Yeah. 
But Caitlin Clark. Gonna, C squared. Dude, she and she's already now she's going to the WNBA draft. Yeah, she had one more year of eligibility, and she probably could have made that. Uh, it's funny. She probably would have made more money next year in, with their yeah. NIL deals and her rookie contract with most likely the Indiana Fever. I wonder what the WNBA is going to do to offset this now. Like, because you're going to have girls who are doing just that, making more money in college through the NIL. And then why would I go to the NBA and then have to use my summers or my off time to play overseas? Yeah. I mean, that's why Brittany Griner was playing in Russia to, yep. off to make money. Yeah. I mean, obviously the WNBA doesn't pull in the amount of revenue as the NBA does. Um, but they also but you, do a poor job of marketing yeah. the WNBA. Well, they have an opportunity now. Mm-hmm. With uh, obviously Caitlin Clark and uh, Angel Reese mm-hmm. uh, going to be drafted this. F- when's the draft? Fall, like in no. October, I think. I the WNBA draft happens in a couple months because their season starts after the NBA ends. Because um, what's her name from South Carolina played in the tournament, graduated, then went. On, I can't remember who she got drafted by. I think the New York Liberty went and started her rookie season like a month later. So it's like we'll see Caitlin Clark in projected Indiana Fever, the number one pick. That's a tough choice between her and Angel Reese. I don't know. I mean, I think I'd go Caitlin Clark just because she could do more. Yeah. Uh, And Angel Reese, even though she's a, a functioning post player, She's projected to go like seventh. Really? Yeah. They don't think she's as good as she. I mean, she. They believe she's good, but. Well, you got it, the one at USC too. But you value guards more yeah. than you value bigs. They just handle the ball. They can do more for you offensively. Yeah. Well, like I said, I think the WNBA has a real possibility to be able to market these individuals to grow their business. Yeah, to give it more exposure, mm-hmm. but I mean they they haven't even figured out how to charter flights. Like <laughs> you shouldn't even be able to own a team if you can't charter, charter flights. Flight. Like <laughs> that should be prerequisite yeah. for owning a professional team is that you have to be able to charter the flights. Yeah, you have to be able to get your team travel yeah, locked down, not, not putting them on domestic airlines <laughs> with regular passengers. Like, come on, bro. You can't call it a professional league doing that. Oh, but we'll see. I mean, this is this is like their Magic and Larry time. Yes. This is their, like... Their reset. Their reset mm-hmm. to grow this. I mean... I will I will bet right now that the NCAA women's tournament brings in more viewers than the men's. 100%. They're already a better draw right now. Yeah. Every game that Caitlin Clark has played in home and away sold out. Just like how the Buffs did this yeah. year where UCLA hadn't had a sellout in like six years, yeah. and then the Buffs come in town with Coach Prom. Play my theme music. <laughs> yeah, they sell out, and that's the same effect that Caitlin Clark is having for the women's NCAA. 
Yeah. I mean, the her record-breaking game where she broke the women's all-time scoring record, a courtside seat was going for $10,000. That's crazy. In Iowa. <laughs> in Iowa. <laughs> in Iowa. So I'm interested tomorrow to watch that game and see which stars yeah. show up to see yeah. this. I it's mean, It's going to be packed. Yeah. Pistol Pete Maravich. I mean, you're talking about a guy who was – uh, an NBA legend who doesn't get talked about a lot. Obviously, mm-hmm. he passed away in 1988 from heart failure. Um, but he was a legend and transcended the game. He was the first Showtime. Like he was the one who yeah. could do the behind-the-back passes Bro. and dribble through his legs. And <laughs> if you've ever in the 80s watched uh, a know-how on passing or dribbling, yeah. Pistol Pete was the instructor. Yeah, oh, yeah. <laughs> on the tape. <laughs> Like, even in college, Pistol was yeah. a must-see. Uh, who did he play for? He, he, LSU. Said, I know he went to college at LSU, then in the Utah. NBA. Ugh. Yeah, he got drafted by Utah and then uh, injured a couple of times, and I think he finished out in, like, Boston. Okay. <laughs> um, also, and speaking of NBA, LeBron James... 21 years in the league, uh, all-time leading scorer in the NBA, mm-hmm. is about to surpass 40,000 points. That is crazy. I just, it's impressive. He's still averaging 26 points a game, and he's 38. It's And he still dominates. Like, yes. I, was, I watched a part of the... Uh, who were they playing the other night? The Clippers. Yeah. yeah. And uh down by twenty. Well but yeah, but the first half, I think it was the second quarter, someone someone thought they had an open layup and there here comes LeBron, bam, yeah. blocks it off the backboard. Uh-huh. He's still doing that at thirty eight years old. The things that LeBron is doing is uh only other athletes that you can use as comp is Gretzky and Tom Brady as far as being this this far along in their career and still being impactful in the game. Like, those are the only two comps that I can and uh, Nolan Ryan. That's yeah. it. Like, that's that's the class that he is in. Yeah, we, we, we're still going to debate if he's the goat or if Jordan's the goat. Uh, I go back and forth. I can see either or. For me, it's Kobe. Yeah. <laughs> I think Kobe was probably the most complete basketball player I've ever seen. Uh, but still, Kobe was in the league what twenty years? Yeah, because he was a, he was another right out of high school. But in those last couple seasons, like he his, declined. He declined. Yeah, Obviously, injuries. he had the Achilles mm-hmm. injury and the shoulder injury. LeBron, I he you, he can't play as long as he, his low his minutes per game has gone down because he can't right. play forty three minutes thirty eight to forty three minutes a game right. anymore. But when he is in the game, there's no decline in his game. Right, right. He's still having an impact yeah. on the game. Yeah, he he can still. Like bulldog his way to the basket mm-hmm. and like lay it up. Yeah, this game has aged very well. Like a fine wine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, 
He's a Cabernet. <laughs> I'll take your word for it. <laughs> I don't know anything about wine. Me neither. <laughs> Even though every Thursday I'm passing it out. <laughs> um, also going on this week, we'll say week weekend, the, the NFL Combine mm-hmm. in Indianapolis. It's not quite the draw it used to be because a lot of star athletes don't go participate. Like none of the three quarterbacks are throwing right. at the combine. They're they're there to do the interviews with the teams, right? Um, but there are some that it's help and hurt their draft status from their workouts at the combine. Mm-hmm. And one I heard who is helping his draft status is one, the youngest McCaffrey, Luke. He's uh, a receiver, right? Yeah. So he was a quarterback. <laughs> he was a quarterback. <laughs> uh, won the 5A state title at Valor um, while his dad, Ed, was the coach. <laughs> Imagine that. <laughs> um, as a quarterback, got... Uh, signed with Nebraska as a quarterback, <laughs> left Nebraska. I wonder why. <laughs> you realize they weren't going to let him be a quarterback, I guess. I don't know. Uh, f- played the last few seasons with Rice, where last year he was finally a full-time wide receiver, had over like 93 catches, 1,000 yards, and 13 touchdowns, and has really, they say he has more athleticism than Christian. Stop it. <laughs> and he's taller than Christian, so that's why he's a he's six two. <laughs> Being taller doesn't equate to more athleticism. Yeah, but they're saying he's more athletic than Christian. I don't believe it. I've never seen him play. Uh well he's help he's at the combine doing workouts and he's turning some heads. They're like, wow. I don't doubt that. Uh that's that's where you go to raise your stock, right? Yes. And that's why some of the more established players aren't – they only feel like they can hurt themselves mm-hmm. if they do it, right? What if I have a off-throwing day or whatever the fuck? Yeah. So that's why they're not doing it. That's why they don't do it and they want to do their pro days yeah. where it's more of a scripted – Yes, controlled. Yeah. Controlled environment. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm eager to see what he does in the league. I mean, he's coming from good stock, but I only reason why I know he was a receiver is because I've seen I've seen one like highlight clip of his. I think it's like an over the middle pass that he takes and goes yeah. to the house. Well, be interesting to see where this, this McCaffrey lands, and if he can make an impact in the NFL, it'd be pretty amazing. That you have Christian and him, like that's awesome. Have Dad and them too. <laughs> like, but the 49ers are like Ed, get your son. <laughs> <laughs> but Mom has to stop coming out talking about they can't afford a can't two million dollar suite. <laughs> stop it. Not wanting to do that is a different thing than not being able to afford it. Yeah. Um, Also coming out of the combine with the draft right around the corners. uh, God, this week that's all they talked about was what are the Bears going to do? What's the top three? Who's going? Are the Bears ditching fields? Are they keeping fields? Are they drafting Caleb Williams? Who's going number two? Jaden Daniels. Um 
Merrill Hodge actually I saw was on a podcast who basically said Drake May is a fraud. He, that ain't the only person he fucking <laughs> he killed a lot of people. <laughs> They're like, yeah, he is not. He's gonna be a yeah. bust, and he's projected three to the Patriots. Yeah. They're saying he's not accurate. He has a strong arm, but he he overthinks and ta- he has a long windup, which is bad in the NFL. So what what do you think the Bears are gonna do? I think that is Caleb Williams <laughs> your quarterback of the future. I'm having doubts about Caleb personally, just from. Seeing his interviews, uh, hearing about some of the things that he's been asking for if he by the teams he get drafted, whether or not those are true, true or not, as yet to be seen. But I'm not as convinced as most are of Caleb. Uh, the Patrick Mahomes comp, stop it. The big games, I've seen him fold. Yeah, last season, every big game, they lost. Yep. Doesn't the cream rise to the top top in the big game? Yeah, that's when you're supposed to show it. And then... USC didn't even win the Pac-12. No. They weren't even in the championship game. Uh Uh-uh. And that... He doesn't handle losing well either. Like, running up in the stands and crying in your mom's arms, that's, like, your parents can't save you from failure. Like, failure is part of, is the most important part of success is failing and learning how to deal with failure. Yeah. And if he can't do that, then that's not a quarterback I want. (laughs) As, As the number one overall pick. Especially going to Chicago. Like, that's a bad organization. They have no... You want... Like, Justin Fields, they're like, oh, well, he shows signs of this, you know. But... His first year there, there was no offensive line. At all. <laughs> and same with the second. He was running for his yes, life. Yes. And so now you started in like you just gave him a weapon in DJ Moore last year, and mm-hmm. we saw once they got their chemistry and got on the same page mm-hmm. how good they were. One hundred percent. And he so you, but flashes. you're willing to throw that away and start, and start over. Over. One hundred percent over. And if I was Justin Fields and the Bears are gonna go that direction, I'd be like I'd have my agent calling Atlanta right now to make up. <laughs> yeah, I'd go home, go down mm-hmm. to the Falcons. They have great weapons there on offense. Mm-hmm. Um, see what, see what, like, yeah. I'd like a fresh start, and in a like you said, an organization that already has a lot of the key elements that I would need as a quarterback. Yeah. And I just, I don't like Chicago as an organization that drafts and develops quarterbacks. Look what Mitch (laughs) fucking. Mitch Trubisky, uh, Jay Cutler's career went to die there. Um, (laughs) Right. You can't think of any of their quarterbacks because they haven't produced any sense. You know what's funny is uh, Jim McMahon who's probably the greatest Bears quarterback of all time, if you look at his stats, they're mediocre. They're shit. They're mediocre <laughs> stats. He had a great defense. He had Walter Payton yes. running the ball. Yes, exactly. I mean, 
every franchise usually hits on one has hit on one quarterback at through, least one, and the Bears has nobody. Nobody. I mean, when you make it to the Super Bowl on a wing and a prayer of uh, who is that quarterback for the Florida guy? Uh, and it was like just don't Rex Grossman, Rex Grossman, sexy Rexy, <laughs> sexy Rexy. Where'd you get that? <laughs> um, but you're like, just don't fumble the ball. We have Devin Hester. We have a defense. <laughs> just yeah. down. Don't do anything stupid. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I don't know. They like they're they're calling Caleb Williams a generational talent. I don't think he has the mental fortitude to make it as an NFL quarterback. I don't either. I think he has a lot of the skills, but like we saw this last year, he collapsed in big games. Mm-hmm. Um, he pouts on the sideline when they're losing. He, he, that's not, that's like your quarterback's supposed to be in, in it. It's the highest paid position in the league. Mm-hmm. And they always get the C put on their chest. Yep. Cause they're supposed to be the leader of the team. Yep. And, Leaders don't pout on the sideline. No, they they galvanize. Yes, <laughs> they pump them people yeah. up. They get the team back on the right track. Yeah. You know, they're the ones that get guys get over here. We yeah. fucked up. I yeah. fucked up. That's on me. You know, yeah. you know that was a big knock I know against Cutler is he always blamed the receivers for shit and <laughs> said any quarterback never blames his receiver. He goes, that's on me. Let's go get him next time. <laughs> like I didn't put the ball Bro, where I needed to. What Patty like? Yeah. Uh, Receivers led the league in drops last year. He never once he never, came out. He never blasted a single receiver. Never once. It was, I got to make a better throw. Yep. I got to make it more easy. Yep. It was always something that he could do better. Yes. And that's what true leaders do. Yep. And, well, I mean, I just think, I don't think Caleb Williams is the answer. And I think Chicago's do he. Possible bust, mm-hmm. um, but I don't think Jaden Daniels, like as gifted as he is, he needs to put some muscle on because, like, in you look at LSU and he he has he's a dual threat quarterback because mm-hmm. he has elite speed, but he takes hits. Yeah, I mean he got his clock clean a couple times, and so if you're if you're thinking, oh, well, we're taking Jaden Daniels, you better teach him to slide or when to get yeah. out of bounds or like when to just fall down. Because Definitely. if he takes those hits from an NFL linebacker, he's it's gonna over. have a short lived career. Fucking uh what was the kid that went to uh the Colts? Richardson. Yeah. He's bigger than Jaden. Yeah. And he got his shoulder dislocated yeah. taking the big hits. <laughs> yep, so Exactly. And then if you think I, I didn't I have never seen Drake May play football. Me neither, fam. North Carolina, <laughs> yeah. right? North Carolina. And they compare him to Josh Allen in his size and his it. arm talent as just a big guy. My thing is, can we stop comparing these kids to established professionals? Yeah. Can we just let them be who they are? Yes. Quit always giving them a comp because when they can't, Live up to those expectations. It fucking kills them. Yeah, they're no, the next Jamarcus Russell. Yeah. Or fucking uh, Leaf. <laughs> Ryan Leaf. <laughs> the Ryan Leaf. I mean, <laughs> the forgotten Ryan Leaf. Man. So much talent. Just terrible. Um, 
So that'll be interesting. What's the draft? Draft is a month and a half away. Yeah. We'll find out. I mean, then you got the other three quarterbacks. Uh, I know the Broncos interviewed J.J. McCarthy from yeah. Michigan. Uh, I know Sean Payton loves uh, the Washington quarterback, uh, Picks Jr. Oh, yeah, Penix. Yeah. Yeah, they're saying, though, he could drop to second or third round because he's injury Injury prone. Injury history. Yeah, and Bo Nix, they're saying maybe late first round. I don't don't see Bo Nix as a professional. Yeah. He had a lot of fucking weapons, bro. Oh, up in Oregon? Oregon, Yeah. Like, why couldn't you do that shit at Auburn? Yeah, and you lost to Washington twice. Twice. Not uh, the second one was a loss. I think the first one they got ran out the building. Yeah, first one they got blown out. In the the championship game, it was closer. (laughs) Yeah. Um, But moving from the draft into free agency, you look at what teams are going to do. Obviously, Russell Wilson's time in Denver appears about it's done. Over. Uh, the question is, will another team pick him up? I don't think you trade for him. You just wait for them to cut him. Yeah, the, Bron- the a team would be stupid um, to trade for Russell Wilson because the Broncos are going to cut him and pay him the $37 million, yeah. and then you sign him for a veteran's minimum Four. <laughs> of like a $1 million. Because guess what? The Broncos then have to still own $36 yeah. million. You're just paying $1 million. <laughs> but he's linked to Pittsburgh. He's linked to the Raiders. Pittsburgh would, if I was Russell, I'd want to go to Pittsburgh. Yeah. Not the Raiders. <laughs> Like, I'm all for what Antonio yeah. Pierce has done the last eight games he's yeah. been head coach. but Reestablishing the Raider Nation. Just the Raiders' way. But Pittsburgh is more structured. You don't have to set the tone. Mike Tomlin is the tone. Only thing they need is an adult on offense. Yeah. Who can... Well, they need an adult. They need to not do something stupid like trade away Devontae Adams. Th- that was uh, Green Bay, not Pittsburgh. Oh, that's right. You're, <laughs> I thought you are talking Raiders still. <laughs> right, right. But, uh, but, yeah, the Raiders have... Or, no, the Steelers have very good receivers. Yep. Najee Harris for running back. They and, need to work on their line, though. Their right. line is suspect. They got a good defense. But Russell's athletic enough, mobile enough to offset that. Is he? I think he is. He is did it, that for y'all this year. He, Yeah, he. but he's not as athletic. He's lost a step. Right. Of course he's lost a step. <laughs> That's hence enough. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't think you run quarterback keeps and fucking no, options with him. No. But like, if your guard whips on the fucking block, yeah, he's mobile enough to make that free rusher miss and probably still deliver the ball to the right person. Okay. I would see that, but I don't. If he doesn't go there or there, I don't see him in the league next year. Not as a starter. Maybe as a backup somewhere. Yeah. Patriots could use it. They could use the experience because who knows what the fuck they're doing. <laughs> I, think, I think they have to get rid of Mac Jones. They, yeah, Mac Jones has got to go. Yeah. Zappy got to go. Fucking, there's stories coming out that 
Matt Jones was such a cancer that him and Zappy couldn't be in the quarterback room together and watch film. Zappy had to go watch film with the receivers. Are you fucking... That is just... You're a fucking professional. Bro. And there's there's always competition at every position. And I want competition. Yes. Iron sharpens iron. Yes. Raise your game. Yeah. Make yourself better. Prove that. Yeah. If you go up against weak competition, your game gets weaker. Yeah. Because there's no evolution to it. No. You get lazier. You you think it's. What worked will always work. And then you go against better competition, and they just smoke the yep. shit out of you. Yep. And that's that's something I preach to my kids all the time. You always want to go against the best people. Always. Yeah, the best always want to beat the best. Yes. I don't want, even for my sports teams, I don't want the easy games. Yeah. Like, during the playoffs, I want to play all the hard teams. I want to play the best defenses. Yeah. I want to play the best offenses. I look forward to the the Bengals Chiefs next year in the AFC Championship game again. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Hosting up for three feet. No, it's going to be in Cincinnati. Next year. <laughs> no, it's Joe, Burrow, Joe Burrow's <laughs> coming back with a vengeance. <laughs> Y'all need a running back. Yeah, Mixon's probably gone. And probably going to lose Bird. Boy. Boy, Boyd's gone. We can't. They can't afford him. They tagged T. Higgins mm-hmm. to keep him around for another year. They're going to sign Jamar long-term. Mm-hmm. But you, you can't afford Boyd, too, so he'll probably be the casualty, and he's a good receiver. Y'all got an up-and-coming tight end. Uh, Yeah. Hutchins or Hitchens? Something. I can't remember his name. I'll think about it later. <laughs> but he was a big safety blanket for the backup quarterback who took over for them. Oh, yeah, Browning. Yeah. Yeah. But then also in free agency, we look at um, what's going to happen with Justin Fields, but also Mike Evans wants a $100 million paycheck. Is Kansas City going to pony up that money? No, bro. <laughs> Why would we? <laughs> we don't need you that bad. We'd love to have you, but we don't need you that bad. You clearly don't want to play for a winner. If, if you, you want you that money, yeah. I think he's got his championship ring, and now he's just looking to make a bag of money. Ain't nothing wrong with that. I ain't mad at that. Get the bag. I don't think it's a wrong way to be a professional athlete. Like, either you do it for the money or you do it for the legacy points, right? Yeah. Championships, numbers, shit like that. Yeah. Or else you just play for the money. I don't think it's a wrong way. But the Chiefs... uh, Offered Stone Cold $140 million, $30 million of it, guaranteed, $30 million a year. Chris Jones? Yeah. And we're, French, we're tagging Sneed. Sneed to keep him uh, around. So, other than that, uh, we already cut MVS. Uh, we're probably going to waive McKinnon. And Edward Solaire is gone. Yep. So... And then with the extra thirty million in cap space, mm-hmm. because the NFL is just churning out cash, even though it's a nonprofit, they printing money. <laughs> <laughs> 
Wonder what their taxes look like. <laughs> Nothing. They're a nonprofit. I know. <laughs> Imagine that, bro. That means you have to spend every dollar as bonuses into Goodell's pocket. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> so they say. Yeah. <laughs> Let's divide this two hundred million, two hundred billion dollar checkup. <laughs> that must be nice. Must be. Yeah, we're looking at three P. Even if I have to lace them up. <laughs> Get out there and catch some wheel routes. Uh, <laughs> Fonzo comes out of retirement. <laughs> I've never played organized sports in my life. Right. Outside of pickup. <laughs> the streets was calling, fam. The like, did you play... Uh... Did you play on... Uh... Here comes their out, out music. <laughs> I, didn't, I forgot to delete that. Right? Yeah. Uh, yeah. This is why we need a step point. <laughs> Engineer guy. Engineer guy. Turn this off. Oh, there we go. Mute. Hey. <laughs> I, was, I was looking at it. I was like, oh. <laughs> Dirt. Dirt. It all goes <laughs> together, fam. We're, right. we're not professionals, bro. We're just shit talkers. <laughs> we're professional at that. Yeah. I don't know. That's all I got. <laughs> That's all I got. I was going to say, did you play on asphalt or in grass? Uh, We played some on grass and some on asphalt. Did you have the Nerf Turbo football or did you have one of the small rubber ones? We had the Nerf Turbo and then we had a real football. And then for basketball, we only play with the leather, baby. Oh, yeah. Can't have no rubber out here, fam. <laughs> if you came out there and your ball was making that bling, bling <laughs> noise every time you bounced it, we ain't playing with that shit. Well, what's funny is we had our indoor basketball and our mm-hmm. outdoor basketball. So when we go to the rec center, you had your indoor basketball. That didn't get bounced outside no. on the asphalt. No. Yeah. You had your outdoor one that after your indoor, you got a new indoor one that became your outdoor yep. one because then you could, you could beat the shit out of it. Fuck yeah, bro. Them was the days. Fucking get up early, go hit like four or five parks, then go hit the block afterwards. That was, we thought we was living. <laughs> no responsibilities. We thought we was living, dog. If I could have some of that money back now, please. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty please. <laughs> All right. See y'all. We'll leave you on that. You guys have a good week. We'll see if Thomas and Molly want to come back next week. <laughs> but we out. See you.